Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to another episode of Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. We have a very special guest, Hall of Famer Barry Sanders, going to tell you quickly about Bet Online, and then we're going to get into a great interview with one of the NFL's all-time legends. The holiday season is off and rolling. The NFL is in full swing. NBA and NHL are hitting midseason form. And Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Bet Online is the top spot for all pro and amateur sports and not just the big four. Has info available at your fingertips with desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport from MMA to international soccer. Head to Bet Online website today and use our promo code BLEAVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And where we start, like I said, Hall of Famer Barry Sanders. He has a new Prime Video documentary, Bye Bye Barry, which gives a long-awaited insight into the special career and journey and shocking retirement of this NFL legend uh, from the famous facts to the newspaper to the trip to London afterwards. And I understand, Barry, you guys had a Friday premiere at Detroit's Fox Theater. What was that experience like taking that in for the first time? Oh, the mirror, man, just ended up being great, a great night. Um, a lot of people came out for it. I had family up for it. And and uh, a few of my current current Lions friends came over, Jared Goff, um, the, wow. the Houston kid, um, Jameer Gibbs, um, Dave Montgomery. I mean, you know, it was it was a lot, a lot of fans, um, you know, and, and uh, season ticket holders. And just uh, it, it, it could not have been better. Um, it was the first time really I had a chance to see the whole thing. And uh and I thought it was very well received and and um you know, so uh so yeah, it was it was it was a great night. When you retraced your steps when you were producing and making this documentary, you you retraced your steps over your career and then even to the trip to London with your sons. I'm just curious. What emotions did you experience then compared to when all when you went through it when you were younger? Like, did you have any new emotions? Did you have any regret about how you handled it? Or did it reinforce for you that the decision was the correct thing to step away at the end of such a great career? Yeah, I mean, it was really interesting. <laughs> it was really interesting um, to kind of walk through um, the story with my sons. Um, my oldest son, he's He's 29. Um, you know, he would have been he would have been four or five years old. He didn't he didn't re really remember my retirement. Um, you know, and then my youngest sons, they weren't around. So mm -hmm. they just kind of heard about it. So it was it was to me, you know, I was able to be, you know, a lot more relaxed and and um, and just, um, you know, I mean, a lot of stuff they learned. I mean, it, it was funny just to hear hear them ask about fax machines, you know, like what's a fax machine, <laughs> you know, stuff, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, which I had tried to explain to them, Hey, look, that was cutting edge technology back then. Come on now. <laughs> I was going to say, if you did it nowadays, what would the equivalent be like an email or a text message? What would it be? Or, yeah. Or Twitter or something. I don't know. I don't know, you know, but, but certainly back then, um, there was just, you know, there were, um, Difficult emotions going into it. It was it was a challenging thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was it was uh, you know just difficult, and 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 I was trying to figure out okay, back then, like, okay, how was I going to do it? Was I going to have a press conference? Was I going to 
you know, um, do what, you know, but, and so I ended up doing the facts with a, a, a guy that I had known for many years who worked for that particular paper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I guess it was a much more relaxed, um, going through it with my sons. Um, you know, my dad, my dad has been gone since 2011. Um, mm-hmm. but certainly for him, you know, during that time, you know, he couldn't understand why I was retiring. Um, so that was kind of a, a challenging period between, you know, between he and I, um, and trying to explain to him, you know, that I was, that I was retiring because he, he wanted to hear nothing of it. Um, wow. <laughs> you know, you know, and just, you know, that, that sort of a thing. So, so it was much more challenging. Um, and, uh, just, uh, you know, back in the late nineties, you know, as I made that decision. You know, we all have, you know, our, our parents and, and uh, those relationships. And so I imagine for you, maybe it was just as difficult that your father didn't support it at the time as the actual decision to retire itself. Then if I, am I correct? Oh yeah. I I mean, to some degree, that's true. I mean, he, um, he was a big part of my career. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and um, you know, and yeah, and and I felt, I certainly felt like um, I needed to try to explain and make and and have it make sense to him, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, um, and at that time he just, he just could not appreciate it or understand it, um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and so, uh, and so, yeah, that there was difficulty uh, around that and, and, it was, it made it even more challenging, um, you know, even just uh, aside from it just being a difficult decision to make anyways. Well, there are no stories like yours. That's what one of the things that makes it special. I have to ask, why London at that point? Like you make the decision, you go to London, you could go anywhere. Why, why England? For me, um, for me, what I was thinking was, you know, I had sort of been there before. Um, I kind of knew how to, how to get around um, but at the same time, it's a completely different world, um, you know, and, and, uh, no one, you know, and I knew that there would be kind of, you know, some fallout here. I didn't really understand like, you know, how much or, uh, or what have you, hmm. uh, or to what degree, but, um, but certainly, um, I knew that there, there would be, um, you know, some sort of reaction to it. Um, and so, yeah, so to me, it just made sense. Um, in my mind to, to, uh, get on the plane, go to London for a few weeks, um, and get away from, you know, just, uh, you know, the initial fallout of it. Um, and, and so that's, that's kind of what I was thinking at the time, at the time. Interesting. Well, we're talking to you here on Thanksgiving week and you can't have Thanksgiving NFL football without Barry Sanders, at least for me growing up being an NFL fan and NFL reporter. I think of you when I think of Thanksgiving, I think of the 1997 three touchdown game against the bears. When John Madden said, I love this quote, you can't be embarrassed when you miss a tackle on Barry Sanders. I'll never forget that one. Barry, did you feel, did it feel like a bigger stage when you played on Thanksgiving and did you like playing? Like, I know it's a short week, but did you like playing in those games and how big did it feel? Um, No, it, it felt much bigger than just a regular season game uh, in late November. And, um, you know, because you understand that, um, you know, all the, so many elements are different for this game, you know, and you understand that, you know, all other NFL teams, you know, are on break other than, the, you know, the other game that's going on. And so they're watching, you know, so that means, you know, a lot of other fans that, that are normally watching their team play or watching you play. 
Um, you know, there was always the component of it where, you know, we we uh, we pointed out the fact that there were men and women stationed all around the world, you know, um, watching at, in military bases um, right. and that kind of thing. And that was always incorporated incorporated in, um, you know, to the week. And also, you know, um, you, you would see like um, or you would you would learn about which which particular music acts were going to be doing the the halftime show. And that kind of thing, and sometimes you 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 see them during practice, kind of practicing uh, for the show, and and uh, and there was just a you know a, sort of a, a atmosphere that week that you didn't really experience in normal weeks of the season, um, you know, and so um, and so yeah, and so it was a lot of a lot of things were different going into that week. Fascinating, and now with the Thanksgiving games, we also add the Black Friday Prime Video game, first ever. Dolphins at Jets in New York. Excited for that one. Speaking of New York, Barry, you and I got to catch up in August in Detroit when the Giants were there. More importantly, you and Saquon Barkley got to catch up and talk for about 20 minutes. And Saquon was telling me the other day, actually, that you gave him an advice on how you kept your speed as you got older. Extra training you would do, working on your long speed. And have we have we gotten to the secret of how Barry Sanders kept it up for so long? And why you were so great throughout your career? Like, it was there extra work and specific types of training that you did that made you just as explosive um, in the last year of your career as you were as a rookie? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's a secret, but I certainly <laughs> there's certainly a certain type of running, um, and especially um, depending on what kind of runner you are. But certainly for me, you know, just just being able to to, um, you know, hold off all those fast guys ch chasing you in this game. <laughs> <laughs> right. there, there's a, there's a certain, there's a certain type of training that one needs to do if they're a running back. And yeah, so we, me and Saquon had a, had a long conversation. Um, it's funny because I, obviously I was coming over there, you know, as, um, as sort of a guest of the lions, uh, <laughs> and, and Saquon kind of cornered me and we just started talking and th those things sort of came up. Um, you know, but, uh, we did, we did, we did talk about some of those things. Um, you know, it was great catching up with him, um, you know, and, and, uh, and so, yeah, it, it ended up being, being, ended up being a pretty, pretty long conversation, but yeah, those are some of the things that I, I did. I don't know how secret, how much of a secret it is. Hmm. Um, but I do know that, yeah, it required a lot of, you know, certain type of running and just standing shape all season, uh, just to make, just to make sure you're ready, you know, so. I think, you know, it sounds like Saquon's having a having a pretty good season and, and doing pretty well and staying safe and healthy. Um, so, you know, hopefully it helped. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> he, he told, it did help. He was actually telling me he was doing that training work up until he sprained his ankle, but now he's doing a little bit more management to get ready for Sundays. Um, he did tell me the first time he heard of you was when he was a kid in Pee Wee, he was wearing number 20 and people started calling him Little Barry. And that's when he started looking you up and mimicking your moves. So, you know, how's he doing? How How's he doing mimicking those moves? I don't think there's anyone who could truly do them like you do. No, I think he's doing pretty good. I, I think it sounds <laughs> like he was, uh, he was paying attention um, and taking pretty good notes. That's right. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he so, is. So he's I, a I think he's doing pretty good. I think he's doing pretty good with that. All right. Well, we know you don't have unlimited time. So just a couple more, we'll get you out of here. Um, I, I wanted to know, I've wanted to know this all uh, for a long time. Did you practice your reactions on the field? So for how you would process defenses 
and let's say a cut you were about to make, was there a way for you to practice that, whether it was uh, working on your eyesight or working on quick movements or you know physics level type studying, or was this reactionary stuff? Like when you were on the field, the game just slowed down for you. You saw things differently. No, I think I think um, for me, you certainly work on those sort of reactions in practice. Um, you know, and and over years and years and years, but certainly in the NFL, when you're when you're running certain drills, I mean, you, you're um, you know, you're trying to mimic certain things you would do in the game. So so certainly for me. Hmm. Um, some of those things I, I practiced, practiced it. Um, you never know how it's going to, um, come out in a game, you know, um, because yeah. it's a game situation and, and it's not as controlled as in practice. Um, you know, but, um, but certainly, you know, d- different cuts, um, and things like that, um, different types of runs, you know, then, then I, I certainly practice, practice a lot of those things. And last one, when and why did you decide to hand the ball to the referee when you scored a touchdown? I think, you know, people remember a lot of things about your career, how special you were as a player, but the humility, I think, is something that always comes up anytime you get mentioned uh, among the all-time greats. So I'm wondering when, uh, when and why did you decide to do that when you scored? It would have been pretty early on. I, I think um, it was something that my dad impressed on me. Uh, um, and I know I, I know I did it in high school, uh, maybe even, even before then. Um, but, um, but I always felt like, you know, my, my work here has been done if I ever reached the end zone. Um, and so, uh, and so, um, and so that was, that was the thing to do. Um, so it, it would have been started pretty early. And, and I think, you know, the, the main reason would have been because of my dad. Amazing. We are honored to have had you on here. Remember, everyone, we are sponsored by Bet Online, also by Estate 98 and Essencia de Cafe from El Salvador, dating back to 1798. He is the great Barry Sanders, and the Prime Video documentary is Bye Bye Barry. Go see it. It's tremendous. Barry, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Hey, great catching up with you again. Uh, thanks for having me on. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.